Hello and welcome to Tales of the Uncharted, Uncharted Territories. Territories. Yes, it is another fan fiction reading by the guys from So Farscape for you. That's us. That's, That's us. us, yes. Oh, I like that you gave us an introduction this time. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. And today we're reading a, a selection, let me see, that was sent to us by Mystery Tour 7, Kathy, I believe, I believe her name is. She has sent in a recommendation before, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to prepare before I came here, so I just went ahead and, and accepted it. This okay. Is, this is... Sort of living on the uh, on the edge once again. I don't even know when it was published because it doesn't say on the on the on the page. Well, we'll have to uh, be careful and be able to pull the ripcord in case we strafe into not safe for K territory. <sighs> you know what? I think that maybe there's a, a a sort of malevolent little part of me that really wants to get there and to pull that air horn because I've said <laughs> air horn so many times and I've never had to pull it. <laughs> so yes, it, uh, the story is by Uno Who. I, I think it's You Know Who. Oh, that makes more sense, yes. Uh, it's on farscapeworld.com, and it's titled... About Talon in Love. It's titled Talon in Love, but the, the heading there is About Talon in oh, Love. Oh, right, sorry, my bad. So, disclaimer, they're not mine, don't owe them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, standard, uh, seems to be a bit of a standard... Uh, I know. Disclaimer that we see about above a lot of these fanfics. I guess they all come from the same era when that was the thing that you did. Yes. To, I don't know. I mean, does it have legal standing, a disclaimer like that? I Probably not, but at least it shows good faith, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. and it's an opportunity for the, for the author to be a little cheeky, which I've, I've always true. enjoyed. So, forward, I don't know how Leviathans mature, so I figure my guess is as good as any until TPTB provides their ideas. TPTB? The powers that oh, be. Oh, that makes sense, yes. It takes place after fracture... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I didn't have anything. <laughs> Fuck, no, we're not doing this one. Put it away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh. I mean, it's, literally, it's literally the first line. It's like, <laughs> literally. Hello and welcome to Tales of the Uncharted Territories. Really well done, Kay. I don't think anyone noticed. Yes, hello. This is the ap- this is the proper start of this week's episode where we're discussing. Hello, I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. We're from So Farscape. We're reading a different story. We're reading not not the other one that you're not allowed to read just yet. We're going to read DRT's Day Off by Josephine Stravinsky. Ooh, a Live Journal user. That's a long time since I've seen that. What? Live Journal. I mean, it's not... We were literally on there I when know. we were... The ficklet. I know. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I suppose you're Do right. remember? You know you're right. Uh, but still, it's like, it's one of those things that occasionally pops up and you go like, oh yeah, that was a thing back then. I guess because I've been, like, I've been getting these recommendations about fanfics and I've even let some people know that we've uh, we've read there. So oh, I dipped my toe back in. What was their uh, response to that? Oh, they were delighted. Mm. At least the ones that I asked. Mm. I don't know if that's the universally accepted uh, uh, response. Well, I mean, I can imagine that it would be really cool if, like, hey, remember this story that you wrote 15 years ago? 15, we, God, yeah. We read it, uh, we did a little interpretive reading of it. and On uh, our stupid podcast, it, yes. and I'd be delighted. A few, a few hundred people uh, got to hear it. Yeah. Uh, so, next up, it's uh, Josephine Stravinsky for DRD's Day Off. The summary is there is something strange going on with the DRDs, and nobody knows quite what. Mm. All right, here we go. Pilot! John shouted, <laughs> yeah, his head stuck underneath his, the Farscape module. What the frell is up with these DRDs? Nothing is wrong with the DRDs, Commander. They are all functioning normally. 
Normally. So how come this one? John poked at the DRD with his foot. It made a few chirping noises and blinked as if offended. It's the third one today to come in and hell, I don't even know what they're doing. Whatever it is, could you make them stop? I don't think I understand your problem, Commander. I've sent several DRDs into the maintenance bay today for various purposes. Perhaps it is those you are seeing. John could hear the patients wearing thin in Pilot's voice as he tried to explain yet another perfectly simple concept to the increasingly odd human. Sure, Pilot, if you say so. To himself, he muttered, Just an idiot newcomer making a fuss again. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along now. Ooh, I wonder if this is Preachiana. Mm. The DRD by his foot looked up at him. Eye stalks cocked to one side. It turned three times in an anti-clockwise direction, then weaved its way toward the exit like a race car warming its tires. Yeah, perfectly normal. John was the last to arrive at the meal table. Hey, y'all notice the DRDs? Aaron peered at him. Yes, John, they're about this big, yellow, and have stalks out the top of their heads with little flashing eyes. She exchanged glances with the others and continued eating. Wow, they're like school bullies. Yeah. Really bad school bullies. Great, thanks, Aaron. I've been meaning to ask what those were. He turned to the others. Has anyone else noticed anything strange happening? What? You mean, besides you asking if we've seen the oddies? Gina asked. Ah, there she is. The others smiled into their food. Ugh. Yeah. Have you ever smiled into your food? <laughs> hmm. Maybe a very nice Actually, soup once. I mean, I've smiled into my drink, but then I wound yes. up sounding like Jewel. <laughs> oh, she makes it look so easy. <laughs> and now I've got Calvados in my nose. Okay. Rigel looked up from his three plates of lunch. Brighton, stop talking nonsense and eat. All this thinking is distracting me from my food. Well then, Sparky, how about you eat and I'll do the thinking? Yeah, sounds good to me, Rigel replied. John ignored him and addressed the others once more, helping himself to a mouthful of the unidentifiable dish. What I mean is... Crichton, either eat or talk, Erin put her own fork down as she spoke. It's all we can do to understand you when we can hear what you're saying. <laughs> Swallowing quickly, John continued, What I mean is this, have the DRD seemed all odd to you? He looked around the table. Chan and Aaron exchanged glances, confusion on their faces. Dago refused to meet his gaze. Okay, okay, John said. Fine, everything's working fine. But I tell you, wait until they stage a coup, then you'll all wish you'd listened to me. A coup? Aaron laughed. You surely must be joking, John. John looked at her, swallowing his mouth full of food before replying. Actually, John, that time... Actually, Aaron, that time I was. She returned his smile with a sarcastic smirk. Aaron rolled her eyes as Chana snickered and kept eating. Okay, okay. Uh, let's take some bets. Are they going to do the laser tag sort of thing that we've been joking about this whole oh. time? Is it going to be an actual, like, poker night organized by Pilot on the sly? I think they'd just like to play dice or something like that. Right? It's going yeah. to be something like... It's been so long since we theorized about these miscreant DRDs. I wonder if we're not the only ones who noticed. It seems to be the case. Let's see where this goes. Dargo was headed to his quarters when he passed Aaron. Glancing a quick hello at each other, they paused as the DRD passed by. Have you any idea what John was talking about earlier? No, none, Aaron replied. Me neither. I suggest we just ignore him. He's probably imagining whatever he thinks he saw. Agreed, Dargo nodded. Just then, the passing DRD stopped, reversed a short way, turned around once and continued on its way. Aaron and Dargo looked at one another, then back to the retreating DRD. I think they're just like practicing their mating dance or something <gasps> like that. Oh, or any kind of dance. Yeah. Oh. Did you just see? Dargo began, then stopped. 
They shook their heads together. No, couldn't have been. Pilot? Chiana's voice was muffled as she peered under the bed, backside in the air, hands hanging loosely by her sides. Pilot, why are there two DRDs holding a conversation in my bed? Pilot looked up from his console, puzzled at Chiana's question. I don't believe they are, Chiana. Well, I suggest you rethink your beliefs, Pilot, because I can clearly see two. Ow! she cried, grabbing her foot. Pilot sighed. What is it now, Chiana? One of your DRDs just charged me, Pilot. Chana glared at the culprit as it attacked her other foot. And, and I don't like that. So you just tell them they are not welcome in my quarters, and I don't want to see them any more of them today. She paused, unnerved, as the second DRD waved its eye stalks. Its flashing lights seemed to Chiana to be laughing at her. Did you get all that, pilot? Did you? Whatever you think they did to you, Chana, I'm sure they would not have done so without reason. Perhaps if you stop teasing them, they'll leave you alone in the future. Teasing? Pilot! Get off me, you stupid piece of dren! Her last comment was directed at the first DRD, which looked up at her and backed away. With eye stalks flashing as if the DRDs were giggling, they turned to each other and scuttled quickly out of Chiana's quarters of the little scuttlebots. Ooh. Yeah, Chiana said nervously, unsure of what had just happened. And stay out! Pilot's voice came through John's comms. Commander Crichton, have you done anything with my DRDs? John stopped what he was doing and thought for a moment. I'm not sure what you mean, pilot. I sent five to tier four and another seven to tier six and seven to work on some electrical maintenance. None of the work is being done, and I cannot ascertain why. Uh, have you located the DRDs? I have, Commander. They appear to be a short way down the corridor from you. That's why I asked you. Well, I haven't done anything with them. You want me to go check it out? That would be much appreciated, Commander. They do not seem to be responding to any of my requests, and I am unsure of what they are doing. John shook his head and stared at the ceiling. Great, he thought. If pilots couldn't figure out DRDs, how the hell was he supposed to? As he reached the corridor, John noticed Aaron standing a short distance away, the path between them blocked. Looking up, she waved in the direction of his gaze. What is this? John shook his head, hands out defensively. Hey, don't look at me. I'm just here to investigate. Investigate what, exactly? The problem. This. Whatever this is. Right. And what is this? Aaron asks. They both looked at the floor once more. Between them, standing in a circle, were the twelve runaway DRDs. Oh, I'm so excited. Every few microts, one would move to the center of the circle. Another would then move around the outside, taking the place of the first. And the first would move to the place left by the second. All would sit still for a few microts more before the process was repeated. It is a little mating dance. Yes, either, either they're dancing the kale or they're playing that uh, game. What's it called in English? Zaktukiller in Dutch. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. I th that it's may the, indeed be a uniquely Dutch. It's where the kids sit in a circle and one of them runs around and they drop a hanky behind one of the kids and then they have to chase them around, around the circle. Yeah, I don't know any equivalent. Mm -hmm. But I didn't grow up in an, in an Anglophone nation, so who knows? Fair point. It's not much of wait. It's not much of a mating dance when only one of them is in the in the circle at any given time. Fair point. Though. Uh, so okay, so they're properly dancing the Kaylee. What exactly are they doing? Aaron asked. Almost looks like duck duck oh, goose. There oh, there. That, there you go. <laughs> there. Duck duck goose. Yes, John chuckled. Aaron looked confused. It's a kids game. You sit in a circle. One kid runs to the. DRDs don't play games. Aaron retorted, especially not when they're meant to be working. Well, you tell me then, what are they doing? Aaron shrugged, walking around the moving circle. She paused beside John. I don't know, 
but you'd better find out. Pilot wants them back. Great. John complained, alone with 12 DRDs who weren't where they were supposed to be. Before he could contemplate his next move, his comms fired to life. Commander Crichton, get up here at once. Coming, pilot. Why was it, he wondered, that whenever anything unexplainably weird happened around here, everyone assumed he must be to blame? Entering pilot's chamber, John asked what the problem was. This, pilot growled, activating a viewer. It showed a section of Moya seemingly glowing pink. What's that? John asked. I was hoping you could tell me. Is this some kind of joke, Commander? Joke? I'm sorry, pilot. I'm a little lost here. What is it I'm supposed to have done? Pilot sighed. Two hours ago, I sent three DRDs down to fix the lighting in this section of Moya. For some reason that I cannot fathom, they have decided to make Moya glow pink. As he spoke, the viewer showed Zan entering the affected area. The walls began pulsating with light, flashing green and blue and red intermittently. And to make her flash when there is movement in the area. Disco party. Oh, no. <laughs> he finished warily. That's awesome. Disco lights. Nice job, John muttered. <laughs> he watched as Zan touched the walls curiously, listening intently to Moya's sounds before moving on, a puzzled expression on her face. Pilot, they're your DRDs, okay? So you must know what's up with them. It was a nice idea, but it's your ship. If you want to change it back, get them to do it. Moya is not my ship, Commander. And we would appreciate it if she weren't used as your little pet project. Unwilling to get into oh. an argument about who instructed DRDs to install disco lighting in Moya, John started to leave. Fine, fine. Fix the lights and forget about it. Move on. Fun's over. See you around, big guy. Crichton, Pilot sighed. Then stopped, deciding further discussion would prove fruitless. Ah, oh, just communicate, people. Yeah. Moya's crew assembled in command at the request of pilots. Having finally conceded something was wrong, he wanted it put right immediately. It's almost as though the DRDs are on drugs. Pilot's voice echoed around the chamber, his face in the clamshell viewer looking towards Chihana as he spoke the last <laughs> words. It's fair. Fair, yeah. Chihana shook her head and raised her hands. Oh, pilot, wait a minute, Don't look at me. I didn't give them anything, I swear. Frel, I wouldn't know what to give him. She smiled at the others, who were all too tired to enjoy her joke. She totally would know what. Like, what do you give a, what do you give a robot? Ooh, I don't know, a fluctuating frequency in the voltage? Oh, yeah, that'll put some uh, <laughs> some get-up-and-go in there uh, in the little chassis. Oh, here comes the question. What exactly does one give DRDs that does this to them? Dargo inquired of Pilot. Unfortunately, I have to, so far been unable to detect any malfunction in that fact or any reason for their behavior. I was hoping one of you would have some information that might be of assistance. Pilot, are you sure you've checked everything? Aaron decided to take charge, annoyed that one of the few days aboard Moya when something wasn't trying to kill them had been interrupted by intoxicated drones. Speaking of interruptions, <laughs> yes, Your Majesty, food will for be forthcoming on the usual schedule. Yes, no negotiations. Uh, it's, it's more than an hour away, Cat. Please be quiet. Yes, Officer Sun, unless you can suggest something I may not have thought of. I don't know, Pilot. All I know is DRDs cannot possibly be drunk or drugged or whatever Chiara thinks they are. Chiana rose to a defensive position. Hey, that was him that said that, not me. I never said that. Whatever. Aaron dismissed her protest. Wow, if only it was that easy. Yeah. Pilot, you're sure everything you're reading from the DRDs is coming back normal? Everything? Pilot sighed, noting he'd been doing quite a bit of that recently. <laughs> he wanted to ask her why she didn't connect herself to Moya if she thought she knows so frelling much about it. Wow. Yeah. Before he could respond, John stepped between Aaron and the viewer. Aaron, pilot knows how to do his job, okay? He's a pilot, 
He knows DRDs. If he says they're reading normal, then they are. They can't be reading normal, Crichton. You've seen them. They're hardly acting normal, Erin replied defiantly. As she spoke, three DRDs entered command side by side and stopped. The outside two moved in a semicircle around the middle one. The middle DRD flicked his eye stalks one at a time, then took off, weaving between Gianna and Dargo, who exchanged perturbed glances as it stopped to hide itself behind the table. The remaining two turned on the spot, moved around on each side of Moya's crew to where the first one sat, then the three left, oh, the three left again side by side. Well, Aaron I'm going to need like a little sort of yeah. D&D DRD board. Well, it's kind of like, uh, have you ever seen tractor dancing? No, I haven't seen tractor dancing. I'm sitting here with you and not like frolicking through the wilderness, <laughs> delighting in life. It's like basically they get together and they have like three big tractors and, and three slightly smaller tractors and they do just basically square dancing patterns and stuff. In tractors parallel, the and, and the tractors do have drivers, yes, right? Yes, of oh, course, yes. Well, I'm, just, you know, that's just an extra layer of, of delight and whimsy. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. <laughs> oh, I have seen construction crane ballet. Oh, well, there you go. Similar idea. Yeah, like that was that was choreographed by a famed ballet choreographer, and it was mm. performed by extremely skilled crane operators I and drivers. Can well, imagine gorgeous. Anyway, back to the story. Well, Aaron said, all were trying to look serious while hiding their laughter. Pilots, in contrast, sighed again and looked thoughtfully exhausted. Sorry, thoroughly exhausted. Aha. Don't worry, pilot. We'll figure out what's wrong with them and have them back to you before the next solar day, Aaron reassured him. Thank you, Officer Sun, pilot replied warily before closing the connection. Don't make promises you can't, can't know you can no. keep. In the middle of the corridor sat a DRD, its eye stalks flicking first one way, then the other. Ah, very suspicious. At one end, Aaron stalked slowly towards it. At the other, John was doing likewise. With an almost imperceptible signal, they both dived towards the DRD, which scuttled quickly out of the way. <laughs> Landing on the empty floor, faces almost touching, Aaron and John looked at each other and groaned. I'm going to ache all over if they keep this up, John complained as he pulled himself to his feet. Well, we wouldn't have to keep going after them if you didn't keep getting in my way, would we? Oh, God. Before John could fire back a reply, Chiana's voice came over their comms. Hey, was someone looking for a DRD? Where are you, Chi? Tier 3. Want to come see my prize? John and Aaron exchanged glances. I was at a distinct disadvantage, Aaron defended, as they headed in the direction of Chiana. Hey, Aaron, check this out. John was studying the DRD Chiana had caught, now perched on the table in front of him. What is it? Some kind of chip. Chip? What do you mean, chip? I mean this, he replied, holding up a small chip he had removed from the DRD's surface. Where did you get that? On the DRD. On the DRD? Aaron asked dubiously. Yeah. Is there an echo in here? <laughs> yeah, I want to check this thing out, see if it has anything to do with the strange behavior. Aaron watched, puzzled as John left suddenly with the chip in hand and the DRD attempting to motor its way out from under his arm, tools flailing in protest. Well... Did you find anything? Aaron asked, entering the maintenance bay where John was working. Uh-huh. The chip was sending signals to the DRD, telling it to do all that stuff. Aaron was unconvinced. If that was the case, Pilot would have picked it up from his readings. Not exactly. See, whoever programmed the chip also programmed it to output normal signals for Pilot to read. Hmm. Suspicious. Aaron thought, for... Aaron thought for a moment, unsure what to make of all of this. Why? Good question. I, I don't know why. 
Okay, then how? Not such a good question. <laughs> Aaron stood with hands on hips, certain he would be unable to answer. How did these chips get on board and how did they attach themselves to the DRDs? Overhearing their conversation, Pilot spoke up hesitantly. Actually, off your son, perhaps I can answer that. While you were all on the last commerce planet, Moya and I allowed an alien to service some DRDs. Oh dear. Oh dear. I was promised this was a PG-13 podcast. Yes. Oh, did you have your DRD service recently? <laughs> did you check them for un- unusual growths? <laughs> Service some DRDs, John asked, before Aaron could do the same. Yeah. Yes, Commander. Even DRDs have a useful lifespan, and this Xay... Yep. Xerig... Xerig. Yeah, I think so. Yes. And this Xerig convinced myself and Moya that he could help some of the older ones. John raised an eyebrow. John raised his eyebrows at Aaron, both of them, double-barreled. Yeah. And you didn't think to tell us? It didn't seem important. I told you as soon as I realised, Pilot confessed. Thank you, Pilot, Aaron offered, silencing John with a quick stare. The day had been long enough already. Recriminations could be saved until things had returned to normal. Good job. Commander, Pilot hesitated. Fully functioning DRDs coming right up, Pilot, John promised, throwing the chip on the table and letting the now peaceful DRD run free. Dargo raced around a corner, slowing as he reached the last DRD. Herding it against the wall with his feet, oh. he signaled to Chana. She stepped close, then dived on it, hugging it to her as it attempted a violent escape. You. Dargo reached under the DRD, finding the chip and pulling it free. Just as the others had, it stopped fighting and looked around as if confused as to where it was and how it had gotten there. Do DRDs have memories? Dargo asked curiously. I don't know, Chana shrugged, then smiled. But hey, if they haven't forgotten it. But hey, if they've forgotten doing all that stuff, at least they won't get the urge to do it again. (laughs) Dargo gave the DRD a disgusted look and growled in agreement. Chiana lowered it not so gently to the ground, watching it slowly wander off. Once around the corner, the DRD did several quick turns in each direction before continuing on. Aww. Ooh, a little DRD mystery. Yeah. What were they doing? Why were they doing? I think... They were sort of rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the that's the idea that they took some of the old this Xerig so took yeah. some of the older DRDs and so we were dealing with frisky teenage DRDs. I guess playing duck duck goose and let me see what this doing little dances and several quick turns in each direction before continuing on like. Still it's, just having a week. Yeah, it's kind of like little like R2-D2 spinning his dome around. Oh, I love that. Or BD-1 from oh, uh, yes. Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, who is just the cutest. He does the little dances, and he's your little droid buddy sitting he's on your shoulder. shoulder rider, yes. Such a cat. My other co-host and friend, Greg, with whom we've done a mm. greatest hiatus, yes. named his cat BD-1. Oh, also a shoulder rider? Yeah, a little some, void boy. Some cats do that. He's absolutely precious. Okay, thank you very much for joining us for uh, Tales of the Uncharted Territories. Bye-bye. Zwei, zwei. Zwei, zwei.